0: Well, let me see. Does anyone remember what we heard about last week? I know we saw it on the TV and I know that didn't work so well for everyone at home, but quick summary. Do we remember what we talked about last week? Does anyone remember? Anyone? Yes. What did we talk about, Ellie? What was it? Oh, that's okay. That's all right. We talked about Peter, right? And Peter had a vision from God. Actually, there were a few visions that happened, but Peter had a vision from God of a sheet coming down full of animals. And he didn't understand it at that time, but he actually learned that it meant later that the message of Jesus was actually supposed to go out to the Gentiles too. That that God's good message, that the savior of the world, that he loved everybody and wanted that message to go to everyone. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That's actually today's story, too. Believe me, I know it's silly that we're doing the same story again, but you'll see what we're gonna get there. But first, we're gonna go way back into the Old Testament and we're gonna hear about a different story. So, I have something to show you to start. What do you think our story might be today if we're seeing this? Joe, what I hear, I say it again, shout it loud. Jonah, right? What do we know about Jonah and a fish, right? Jonah was given a message from God to go to the city of Nineveh and actually speak against Nineveh. I said, and what did Jonah do? He got on a ship right in Joppa, which is actually funny. That's where Peter was staying in the other story, but he went to Joppa and he got on a ship and he sailed away. And then there was a big storm and right. the sailors were like, why is this happening? Who's responsible? And it was Jonah. And he said, throw me overboard. And they didn't want to. They actually tried to row to safety, but the storm was so big, they said, fine, I guess, God, please don't hold it against us. And they threw him overboard. And what happened, right? God sent a big fish to swallow up Jonah. That's what most of us remember about that story, right? Like he stayed in the fish for how long? Anyone remember this story? This is pretty common. Three days, right? Three days. And then what happened? The fish threw him right back up onto land, right? And then... Jonah, God told Jonah, again, go to Nineveh and tell them what I'm going to tell, like tell them the message that I gave you. And so, what did Jonah do that time? He went to Nineveh and he told the message. And that's where most people think the story stops, right? When I was a kid, that's actually most of what I knew about the story. But there's a whole nother, like, chapter, two chapters about what happens afterwards in the story. But I have a question for you guys, too. We have lots of questions today. Do you guys know why Jonah ran away? No. What do you think? Any guesses? Because he was scared. That's what I used to think. I thought maybe Jonah was scared to go to Nineveh because Nineveh was a city of the Amorites and they were the enemies of Israel. So I thought maybe Jonah was scared to go, but you know what? That's not why. I'm going to see if I can grab my Bible. Here we go. We're going to actually, Jonah tells us why he ran away. This is what I'm saying. Most of us, I don't actually remember this story from when I was a kid. So but let's see what happens, right? So Jonah actually did what God said. He went to Nineveh and he kind of gave a little half-hearted message in Nineveh. He walked, the city was really big. It took three days to walk across the whole city. And it says Jonah went one day into the city. And then he just said, 40 days and Nineveh's going to get destroyed. That's it. That's all he said. But God was at work because All the people heard that and they said, oh, we have to repent. And they said, we're sorry. And they put on sackcloth. And even the king commanded that all the animals had to wear sackcloth. And they fasted. And God actually changed his mind. He didn't destroy Nineveh. So he he repented. And this is what happened. And that made Jonah. What do you think Jonah felt about that when he heard that his preaching did good? The people in Nineveh turned around. They repented. And God was no longer destroying Nineveh. That sounds really exciting. How do you think Jonah felt? Not excited. Jonah, here, I'm going to read this. This change of plans greatly upset Jonah and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it and said, didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you would be merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people just kill me now lord i'd rather be dead than alive if what i predicted will not happen jonah didn't run away because he was scared he ran away because he knew that if he told that message that god wouldn't destroy the ninevites the people who lived in that city and god jonah didn't like them they were enemies he wanted them to get destroyed jonah didn't understand god's plan he thought he knew better And then the story actually keeps going. He was sitting out in the hot sun to watch the city and see what happened. And he was so hot. Jonah complained a lot. He was like, oh, I'd rather be dead than sitting in this heat. And so God very nicely grew a plant to cover Jonah. Let me see if I can. All right, so we've got Jonah. And God grew a nice big plant to shade him. And he loved the plant. He thought it was so nice to be in the shady plant on that super hot day. But the next day, God sent a worm, and the worm ate the plant, and it died. And Jonah was sitting out under the hot sun again. And what do you think he said again? He got angry. Jonah really gets angry a lot. We do too sometimes, though, so I can't really hold it against Jonah. I think we might be more Jonah sometimes than Peter's, but. So let's see. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he said. And this is what God said to Jonah. He says, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? And Jonah said, yes, even angry enough to die. And the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? And that's where the story of Jonah ends. But did you guys catch that? Like, So the city of enemies of Israel, right? And when God changed his plans to not destroy it, it made Jonah mad and he didn't understand. And Jonah, I don't think he actually got over being mad. The story just ends. My feeling is that Jonah still just thought he knew better than God and wished that Nineveh had been destroyed. But we're going to hear about another story again The same story from last week, because we're going to hear about some other people who, when they heard that God had changed his mind or had done something different than they expected about some of the enemies of Israel, they kind of got mad. And this story is the story about Peter and how we went and told Cornelius, the Roman soldier, about God and Jesus, and he went into his home. Um, So let's see. So we're going to, because the reason this is our story again, is we heard that story last week. And what happened in this next chapter, 11 of chapter Acts, Peter goes back to Jerusalem and he told the the other believers who were living in Jerusalem, they said, Peter, you went and had food and ate with the Gentiles. You even went into their house. And that was something they didn't think was supposed to happen. It was different than what they expected. They thought maybe Peter had done something wrong and they were angry. And it says Peter explained everything to them. He told them about the vision. So what was the vision? Do you guys remember it? Right? The vision Peter saw a sheet coming down from heaven that had animals on it, unclean and clean animals, things that he was allowed to eat and not allowed to eat. And a voice from heaven said, Peter, kill and eat. And he said, No. And Peter didn't understand that vision. But he kept explaining it to all the other believers in Jerusalem that he actually came to understand that it meant that God wants the message to go to the Gentiles too. Because he says, When I saw that the Holy Spirit came and rested on the Gentiles, just like it had from us. You know what Peter said? Instead of getting married like Jonah did and saying, God, why did you do this? He said, who am I to stand in the way of what his God is doing? And what do you think the believers in Jerusalem did? Do you think they were more like Jonah or more like Peter? Jo- oh, I heard of Jonah. You think they would be, but they weren't. Do you know what it says they did? This is really exciting. Let's see. When the others heard this, they stopped objecting and began praising God. They said, we can see that God has given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting their sins and receiving eternal life. So they, they had the opportunity. God had changed the plans. He did something different that they weren't expecting. And they could have been angry about it and thought that maybe their plans were better or what they thought and expected was right. But instead, the believers in Jerusalem knew that God's plans were better, even though it was different They said, they started praising God for it. And they said, God is doing something different. But they came along and they started agreeing with it. And we have that opportunity too. Sometimes things happen, change in plans, and God does something that we're not expecting. And sometimes we can get angry about it or we want to hold on to our old plan and say, God, I'd rather be dead than do this thing. So Jonah did. (laughs) Or we can be like the other believers in Jerusalem, and like Peter, who said, "Who am I to stand in the way of God?" And instead of standing and trying to fight what God's doing, they actually go along with it, and we get to help what God is doing. Exciting, guys! That when God changes His plans and does something new, He doesn't say, "Like, well, He gives us the opportunity; we get to be a part of it if we want," and that's our choice. We get to actually be a part of what God is doing. And that's so exciting. And it can be a little hard. Sometimes we got to let go of some plans and beliefs. And we might have to even deal with people who we think don't deserve God or might be our enemies. But God wants his salvation, goes out to everyone. And we get to be a part of that. So that was my lesson today. So thank you, guys.